Well, you know that it's going to be all right. I think it's gonna be all right. Everything will always be all right when we go shopping. Well, you know that it's going to be all right when we go shopping. It's always Should we Welcome start again? Let's, let's, let's try. try. <laughs> okay. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. Thanks for joining us today. It's glorious out there. Oh, There's isn't tons it? going on this weekend. It is Juneteenth, which we are so thrilled to be able to say is now a federal it's an holiday. Official holiday. And we're gonna talk about um, an event and some ways to support some um, black small business black owned small businesses a little later this hour. Um, but first I just have to tell you, Mom. Yes. If you want, you've probably had this experience too. I don't know um i will tell you but if you want to feel kind of like old oh every go, day <laughs> go shopping with your teenager where you're sort of there to guide and have the wallet but like they're sort of taking you to their places uh-huh. i had this experience uh-huh. and you know there we are in like a teen store I won't name names, but if you want to go on Twitter, you can see where I was. And a lot of other people shared my experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad to know I'm not alone. Because this particular store, I mean, first of all, I will say, and my 16-year-old, I have a 16-year-old now, and he agreed they are just universally rude. Different oh, locations. Really? Different locations. You can go to the one at Ridgedale. You can go to the one at Mall Even when an adult is with them? Oh, I mean, ruder, because I think they look at the moms, oh. and I looked like such a mom. And I mean, I, you know, I look cute. I wasn't like, you know, I mean, I, I whatever. It was just casual clothes, Birkenstocks, whatever. But Make sure you but have the torn jeans on? They sort of like look at you like, mm, yeah, this is, store isn't really for you. And that's fine. I can oh. handle that. But it's just sort of this like glazed over, like, oh, do you have any more of these in back? No. They're and then, and then you discover, actually, you're, you're looking for a size. There aren't any hanging there. They see you looking through. Do not come to help. And then you, you see, oh, my gosh, actually, there's another stack of these same pants up on a shelf that we can't reach. And the girl actually said, only after we asked, because she wasn't going to, like, offer it. Sure. She's like, if you can't reach, I'll get you a stool. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> She'll get yes, you she'll a, get stool? Us a stool. Yes, 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 yes. But it's just like so consistent. Is there the a point. manager? No, in these stores? no. The manager is fifteen. But the <laughs> but it's so consistent that you're almost like I mean, are they literally telling the people who work here to just be sort of, you know. In your own world and disaffected, that's kind of the vibe. I don't I know. I don't think so. I think they can't get help is what I think. <sighs> a lot of places are, I mean, I've read enough articles that so many places post, sort of post-pandemic, um, 
are having such trouble yes. hiring. Oh, yes. That we they know really can't thing. get yes. enough help. True. And maybe, you know, this is the best they can do right now. True, true. Um, and this store, I would say my son has only really been like discovering in the last year. So I've only, I've never, I've oh only had experiences there. But anyway, it's just funny. And other people, you know, said the, the same thing. But I mean, gosh, when you're at a teen store and then you're with your teen and they just look at you like you're about 110 years old you couldn't oh. have ever possibly known anything that was no, trendy or no. good and then like you bump into like little groups of girls that he knows from school <laughs> and he doesn't want at least like torn because should he actually say this is my mom it's oh. kind of obvious it's his mom what's he really gonna say he might just like it's, older women it's so awkward <laughs> oh my god girl. it's just it's a hilarious experience and it's like i feel like it was five minutes ago that i was going to the mall yeah. with my how friends. do you think i feel I don't know. Yeah, man. it's it's but tough. now, but it all comes back, right? Because now I go back to the mall with you, and it's totally that's fine, right. right. Yeah, <laughs> just, well, like just like yeah. girlfriends, just like girlfriends going to the mall. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh my goodness, it is it is funny, but you know, it is also a question that I hear you know being posed more and more, which is, do are we ready? You know, do we want these experiences? Do we want? In our case, I will say it was a combination of need to get stuff quickly. We've now passed the point of being certain that deliveries will arrive in time for his impending right. journey. And also, just I'm so sick and tired of buying and returning because things don't fit, and he's grown, and I don't. You mean know. if you order things online? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. But I will say also, selfishly, especially when you have kids that are you know preteen, teen, maybe don't want to do a ton of things with you anymore. There is something nice. It's kind of like when parents talk about that drive time, right? Where you that have you that time in talk. the car, and kids tend to talk a lot because they don't have to like stare you in the eye, and they'll just kind yeah, of and talk. They're captive. Yes, too. but I think mall time can kind of be like that, too. It is sort of like, you know, nice together time right. in that way. And you want to go with me to the mall? I mean, I've been there, done that. But yeah, sure. Anytime. Okay. Anytime. Um, but just that that is one of many reasons why people are feeling like, yeah, I do want to go back. I do want to go shop and have oh, that experience. Sure. And we're seeing, you know, stores say that they're opening and... Um, and that's exciting. Yeah, it's, it's a whole different all thing over town. Um, you know what else is happening um, on the exterior of one mall in town at the Galleria? Have oh. you been by? Have you been? Have you driven by on France Avenue? Not lately. So you know how a couple of years ago Galleria kind of took picked up where Macy's left off with the flower show oh. and they sort of adopted yeah. the flower show yeah. and started doing it. Oh yes, well, oh I have seen that. Okay. Right, okay, but right now on the exterior of the Galleria, they've painted flowers all I know. over it. It's like floral graffiti. Do you like it? You don't like it. I get the vibe you're not liking. My it. husband <gasps> really doesn't like it. Why? He thinks it looks tacky. <gasps> Mom. I'm so, I'm being honest. You know, okay. these are all personal opinions, although he certainly wow. does have it has a, a very, design background. Yeah, yeah. It has a very kind of pop culture vibe. If you want to see... Thinks, if you he thinks it takes away from the whole vibe of the gallery. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what other people think. Let us know if you have a strong opinion about this. 651-641-1071 if you uh What do you think? In. I mean, it's... um so we there's a picture of it at mspmag.com yeah. um on the website. I mean, I think that it makes you turn. 
And as opposed to just like a brick building that you might just drive by and not notice, you're like, oh, what's going on over there? And it might make you turn in. It might make you look. It might make you go to their website because you want to know what's happening. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm just looking at the picture. And I guess one of the things that confuses me, at least the picture that uh, MSP has, is it's all these flowers. And then there's lips with teeth. Well, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's a whole kind of pop culture mural, and it's done by a local artist. Um, Lindsay Made This is the artist. Um, that's what she designs under. She's also collaborated with Coach, with Apple, um, and she worked with the Galleria to create it. And I mean, it's gal- well done. I think it, it, you know, it looks lovely. What the Galleria said is um, they just wanted to bring a smile to people's faces. We've had so much seriousness in the last yeah. year during the pandemic. They just wanted to give people a break and have a second of fun with these temporary pop art graphics. Okay. I so, get that. I think dad is being kind of harsh. Well, I, say. you know what? Love you, dad. Maybe he Happy is. Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he is. Yeah. The only thing that I, you know, I think maybe he's thinking here, this is a, a center that has Louis Vuitton and Tiffany's and Tory Burch and all of these. And it it's not the same vibe as that. I don't know. Well, he, but I think also, I think Galleria doesn't want, and I think they've kind of, um, grappled with this for years it's like on the one hand yes you want to have the the best exclusive stores in town but they also don't want to be seen as you know standoffish right that they're so upscale that some people aren't welcome and they do have a mix oh sure they do oh no no, there are a lot you know they're not all tiffany's no oh i would never go there if they were all tiffany's right no so there's there's um, a a total mix hey did you i don't know the weekly dishers might have talked about this because it does get into the food realm but we can duke it out because it involves two malls and so i take some ownership to this news um, and also Stephanie March had a really big week, so busy week, yeah. so she let me she let me uh, do this story. But did you hear that People's Organic, which has been around for 11 years now, yeah. I don't know if it seems like it's been around that long, it goes fast. Right. Um, and they, they now, they are, did you know they are a franchise I did. operation? Okay. Yeah, well, the people that own it were the chefs for Prince. Now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, well, Lynn not Gordon. now. I mean... Yes, He's I mean, gone, the the, you know. the current owners. Right, Lynn, right. Lynn Gordon, but it was Lynn Gordon who, who started. started it, right. Um, and the very first location was at the gallery, and now they obviously have several around town. They actually have a, t- a couple out of state as well. Um but they made the surprise announcement that they're actually leaving the Galleria and jumping across the street to Southdale. Yeah, I was a little surprised, but I also thought, I mean, they've got a wonderful patio. It's in the old... Rojo. It's the Rojo space. Right. Yes. And so it's literally just across yeah. the street from where I they mean, were. And it's bigger. And one thing that, you know, I'd forgotten about, but it's true. They don't have bathrooms. Right. In the Galleria location. And that's a restaurant that doesn't have bathrooms. Well, because they're in the shopping center, they were able to get away with yeah, it. I understand really that. But have... I think, you know, it's kind of a plus yeah, to have So them. they're supposed to open June 1st at Southdale. July now, 1st. I'm sorry, July 1st. Now, I mean, the the issue with Southdale is those that whole exterior band does nothing to drive traffic into the mall. Right. That was, that's Other been the criticism. 
You're close. Right. I'm sure the people who work at Jute will be really excited to have this right next door. Um, But as a destination, it's going to have a much bigger patio. They're going to do live music and a fire pit. And and they can do parties. They've got a a private room room for that. Parties. So, yeah. yeah, Anyway, that's happening July 1st. And Galleria is like, don't worry about us. They're already in negotiations for something to take that space. I'm sure they are. Can't wait to hear what it is. I have a couple ideas of what I'd like to see there, but nobody called me to find out. So, (laughs) maybe they will now. All right. We, We'll be back with some celeb partnerships and new uh, team-ups. And, oh, your friend Chrissy Teigen. My goodness. Oh, she got trouble. That's next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Did you hear the news just this morning about the Biden's dog? Yes. Camp? Oh, I felt so bad. He was 13 years old. Yeah, he and passed away. Yeah, I mean, anybody. Passed away peacefully at home. Right. But the you president know, and uh, the first lady shared this morning. Anyone said, who has had a dog knows how hard that is. Yeah. You know? Um, President Biden released a statement and said he was our constant cherished companion during the last 13 years and was adored by the entire Biden family. Even as Champ's strength waned in his last months, when we came into a room, he would immediately pull himself up, his tail always wagging, and nuzzle us for an ear scratcher belly mm. rub. Our family lost a loving companion today. I will miss him. Was it Champ or the other one, Major? That had the biting issues and had to go be trained. I think it was me. I'm going to guess it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, they said the Biden family has a younger dog, Major, who recently received more training. (laughs) I love this. To help him become more acquainted with living in the White House. (laughs) He was a rescue (laughs) You might be able to get away with that in Delaware, but not at the White House. You got to be trained for that. So, but that's sad. That's a hard one. Tough news yep. today. Yeah. Um, I actually was just going to mention, I know we've got a lot of things that we were planning to cover, but I just, um, we talked, uh, I think just last week about how, oh yeah, and you told me I was wrong and I wasn't Uh-oh, wrong. And you thing? said it after, but of oh. course you said it off the air. <laughs> that um, I didn't think I could interrupt the programming of other people. Yes, yes. So we were talking about how the First Lady, Dr. Jill Biden, has been wearing shoes from Minnesota-based um, designer Marion Park. Right. And you and I told you that she had just been wearing them when she met um, the Queen. And I and you said that was not and, new, and I said yes, it was because they. I knew they were going to have a private tea with her at Windsor Castle the next day, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize that at this big event for all of the G7 mm-hmm. participants that the Queen gave that she saw her there too. Well, so I anyway, I apologize profusely. I just wanted to say that it's nice to see that it isn't getting it's getting attention beyond Marion Park's Instagram feed that Footwear News national oh. kind of industry newsletter um, has an article that just came out yesterday that says Jill Biden keeps wearing this American female shoe designer oh. why it matters. Do you know what that's going to do for her? For her business. For Marion Park. Yes. It could be, this could be huge for her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it, my it goodness. It could be. And you know, and, and maybe there'll be, maybe there'll be some that we can get 
that will be that maybe like a sample sale. Yeah, well, or maybe well, or maybe she'll do you know like how everybody all big designers then have a less expensive line. Well, yeah, that would be interesting to see if she maybe ever she goes that, that route. I mean, that's a little trickier because she is so committed to both the comfort and right. the quality, and there's just certain things you can't you have to sacrifice to get down to. But a I would price go point. for the quality, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be as fancy. <laughs> you know, well, it's not about I mean, fancy, I want, I want it's the about comfort. the construction. Right, I want the comfort, but, you know, if the outer material or something isn't, I don't know, maybe there's a way. I'll have to talk to her. Okay. See well, what I can figure out with her. Well, you do that, and um, they quoted designer and doctor, podiatric surgeon Marion Park, saying, it's been so exciting to see the First Lady of the United States wearing our shoes. It is truly humbling to know that she continues to reach for them time and again. I think it's absolutely wonderful that the First Lady chooses to support an independent female American designer. It's been an honor to be included. But this is what I want to know. How did she find them? Well, I mean, they're sold at Bloomingdale's. No, I they're realize sold. they I don't know. Are, I'll ask Marianne. Yeah, I'll see I if would I like can... to know if if she knows yeah. how, if if her stylist or somebody that works with her, you know, if she said, I need comfortable shoes. Probably. And probably. if they found she, these or what? She wore them during the G7 Summit. Yep. She wore them when she met Queen Elizabeth. She um, she seems to have a penchant for Marion Parks. Um, eight, they're the eighty five pump. The eighty five they pump. are, mm-hmm. and it is. It's just a. It's a simple pump. It is, but if you step into it, yeah. and anyone who has spent a day running around in a heel knows it's just got this kind of padding and support that makes it infinitely more comfortable. Oh, I'm sure. So anyway, fun news and nice to see that getting um, some attention. And you're right. It could be like, a, you know, you think about like Jason Wu or all the designers right. that literally were made and launched by, you know, former first ladies. Oh, absolutely. Um, it could be the same kind of thing. Yeah. So um, meanwhile, we don't have a lot of time, but I think we should talk about Chrissy. Yeah, I'm curious to hear how I, I feel like it. I went through some comments just because and it seemed so divided on people after her getting canceled, yeah. welcoming her back and loving her for for owning it. I mean, and other people did. being like, enough already. She Go really away. did. Some people you know, are just mean too, which yes, is not necessary. Yes, she but, really did own it. I think she's getting lots of therapy. I think, you know, we all do make mistakes and I would like to think that things we did when we were in our 20s maybe we have learned yeah, i think I'm you just can argue saying, that either way yes. i think you could also say she was in her 20s how did she not know that what she was saying was not okay that's a good question i'm not defending her by any means yeah but meanwhile she had just launched a new um product a whole brand called safely right with for home um, cleaning with chris jenner yes which seemed and, like a weird partnership yes it does <laughs> But anyway, she has totally stepped away from that now. And I, um, I don't. What's the? What do you think is the Hollywood speak on that, Lori and Julia? What did you think? Um, I mean, do you think she stepped away, or was she told to step away um, to try to preserve the? That's brand? a good question. Her uh, her merchandise is no longer being carried uh-huh. in um, Macy's or at Target. Yeah. And um, there's a designer who is now a yeah. stylist who well, is tra- curious I mean, what you all think. Yeah. Let us know. We can talk about that more at the top of the hour when we take calls. We will be back with our first guest from Minnesota Black Box right after this. Stay tuned. Call.
Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Uh, we are hoping to talk to the founder of Minnesota Black Box, which is a cool company that's all about supporting um, other black-owned businesses. But um, J- uh, Jessica is in the middle of the Juneteenth Jubilee, which is, is which is why we wanted to talk to her. But also, as we know, it can be very tricky for small business owners to yeah. get away from their own event. Remember so, when we talked, who was it that we talked to? One for day, the love. And he was selling yeah, stuff at as the we were talking to him. Dave. Right. Dave yeah. Wanpu from uh, For the Love at yeah, the Galleria. and that Galleria. came first. I mean, at the Galleria, at the Mall of America. Right. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was a first. I mean, we've definitely right. had guests call from fitting rooms. He was the first one to literally ring up a sale As while he, he was talking yeah. to us on live radio. That was hilarious. <laughs> it was. So hopefully Jessica will have a minute to, to call in. If not, we'll tell you a little more about the event. Um, but while we're waiting, I know we kind of cut you off, Mom. I, did you have more to say? about um chrissy other than stepping away from safely which the brand has only been around for three months so we'll see if that brand really survives yeah well i mean the only thing that i was going to say i mean because everyone wants cleaning products from chris jenner who spends so much time oh i'm sure she works her little tail off every day cleaning Mm -hmm. the house Mm -hmm. you know but i i mean you know on the one hand Chrissy brought this on herself, obviously, by yeah. doing the things that she did. Yeah. Um, she, I mean, of the all other people hand, who lives on social media, she had to know that mistakes of the past would one day come back to haunt her. Right. And I mean, she said she was stepping away to take much needed time to focus on herself and be with her family. And, you know, and that the brand continues to move forward. And John Legend is speaking out on her behalf, of mm. course. Um, and he said Chrissy apologized for her public tweets, but after her apology, this Michael Costello, he said, fabricated a DM exchange between them. It was made up completely fake, never happened. Wait, who's Michael Costello? He is this stylist. Okay. That, um, a, excuse me, a designer. He's not a, a stylist, he's a designer. He claims he has had unhealed trauma from bullying from Chrissy Teigen. And he shared these screenshots of, of conversations that he claims he had with her and all. And her team all says they are fake and that they can show certain things that he had weren't even available back in the years that, you know, like certain Instagram things, you know, tools weren't available then and all of that. And, you know, she's at this point, I guess, if he doesn't stop, is threatening to actually take him to court. Mm-hmm. Now, I would assume she wouldn't be doing that if that part's true. I, you know, there are always people who, once somebody is down, they like to hit them harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, and I think it certainly sounds like she is going through hell, you know, right now. And mm. I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm, I, I just get, I mean, so I, if yeah. you do something wrong, should you never be forgiven? No. If you try to I'm not saying make- that. I just feel like I there are a lot of people that I have a lot more say, you know, going through hell in her, you know, multi-million dollar oh, mansion right, and right, flying right. around no, no, no. and I living understand. her lovely life, yes. which I think what what's hell for her is that she loves the attention. She loves to be on social media yeah. and yeah. she doesn't have that um the platform that as such. instant gratification and so that's hard for her. I think there are a lot I'm yes, I feel for people who have, you know, you make a mistake and then it haunts you right. for the rest of your life. Lots of we all make mistakes, uh, but, but it, is, uh, it is interesting, isn't it? That somebody can have 
I don't even know how many followers, mm-hmm. millions and millions, and be that popular. Yep. And be all over the place. You know, every television show she had to give up. She was supposed to be on the second season of a show called Never Have I Ever. Mm. And she is not going wow, to be. She's on losing that. everything. So basically, she's a very divisive uh, figure. But I believe in this day, and she'll find another way to reinvent, and she will have lots of people who love her and lots of people who yeah. hate her. Yeah, well, it's you interesting know, to read all the tweets. I don't know if you've picked up the new issue of Twin Cities Business, the I've June July it up issue, and I've read your column oh okay thanks i've got that, that. Far. so you got to page two well um, i always start with you but we do a, a regular um feature in the magazine called lessons learned where we talk to a business um owner or leader and it can be tricky because generally we like them lesson learn we want i mean it's not all pot everyone's willing to talk about a success story but a lot of times you learn more from the failures sure. right um and this month we actually have a woman who is not a celebrity but she got canceled oh she got canceled she owned a business she made a mistake she did something kind of silly um Okay, well, you know what? Hold that, and we'll get back to yes. that. We have uh, Jessica on the line, so let's talk to her, and we'll come back. i got to come back to that story because it's a good one. Okay. Jessica, are you there? Hello? Good morning. Hi. <laughs> it's Jessica Winnie from Minnesota Black Box, who is literally in the midst right now of her Juneteenth Jubilee. Thank you for taking a minute to talk to us. Not a problem at all. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So tell us what's going on today, and can people still come? Of course. So we are at the Hopkins Center for the Arts, downtown Hopkins, 1111 Main Street. Mm -hmm. And we are here with over 30 local Black-owned businesses, um, vendors, and also services um, in celebration of Juneteenth. So we are inviting community out to come out and celebrate with us, network with these businesses, and, of course, find some fabulous um, products while you're shopping. I love it. And, of course, that's what your whole business is about, is introducing people to other small businesses, black-owned businesses right here in Minnesota. Correct. So we started in May of 2020, and to date we have been able to financially support and promote over 125 local black businesses Wow! and about 10 um, businesses national. That's, That's amazing, wonderful. Jessica. Did yes. you realize when you started this initiative that, that, there would even, that there would even be that many? Have they sort of come out of the woodwork? Um, I have been pleasantly surprised to find so many products that you can um, use in your home, that you can gift. Um, what comes to mind, first of all, is a company called Kobe Co. Mm-hmm. They create candles. Mm. Um, today we have um, Jay's Jam is in touch with us, so Strawberry Jam, um, Kay's Revolutionary Tonic, which is a immunity booster with turmeric and honey and lemon. There's four bakers here. There are artists here. There are authors here. So we are, um, we're excited. It's... We just um, finished listening to Voice of Culture, came out and did some drumming for us. So um, we are all about building community. I'm a teacher in Hopkins, and so this building itself is special to me. We oh, have our sixth sure. grade graduation here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see, I mean, has, this has become like a whole other business for you. Were you expecting it to be a, as big as it's become so quickly? Um, I welcome it, and I receive <laughs> all of it, and I 
we started out making 25 boxes over Christmas. We probably um, curated and sent out and delivered over 500. And so it has kind of taken its own wings. I consider myself just the vessel of the work. I know (laughs) it does not happen without our partner vendors, without um, the communities that supports us, the Minnesota community, and also on a national level, people who have decided to shift their spending and make a conscious, um, intentional effort to say, I'm going to shop not only locally, but take the additional step and say, I'm going to shop with local black businesses. Right, right. Jessica, when if people come today, it's open until four o'clock, correct? We will be here until four okay. o'clock. Okay. Yes. And can they buy I mean, explain the boxes or can they buy any of the merchandise? How does it work? Yep. So the thirty five vendors that are here, like I mentioned earlier, um bought they are have been featured in the box previously. And so um, Be Magical Health and Wellness is here. Um, There is also a company called Thought Healing that has crystals and all types of healing products. There are... in my mind, I'm just trying to visualize what's going on. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, you've, you're is, doing great. Um, it's a beautiful thing going on, but um, we do have our boxes here today um, for people that pre-ordered our June Freedom Box, Freedom Day Box. And so people who did that are coming in to pick those up. And then um, otherwise, um, you can find us on the web at www.minnesotablackbox.com. And our Facebook and Instagram is Minnesota Black Box. <laughs> pretty simple and you and we um go ahead you have a different box a different theme every month is it correct and so our boxes are not necessarily themed like we don't do a um well that's not true our specialty <laughs> box is not themed but okay. we do have specialty boxes so we have a box it's called 1831 love of literacy that features black authors mm. creatives um photographers we recently um, toyed around with the idea of doing a box called What's in Your Kitchen. Hmm. And so the What's in Your Kitchen box is five to seven products that we want you to try, enjoy, and then go and repurchase them directly with those businesses. And again, thinking about getting away of some brand that you're used to using or being uncomfortable trying something new um, in hopes to create some sustainability um, for these businesses in the long term. Right. That's so amazing. So so if you can't get out today, do yourself the favor of going on the website. It's it, it, is it mnblackbox.com? Correct. Okay. mnblackbox.com. But hey, if you're still out and about and you're thinking what we've got some time today, want to go shopping, want to support some small businesses, want to celebrate Juneteenth, um go to the Juneteenth Jubilee going on right now as we speak at the Hopkins Center for the Arts in downtown Hopkins. Jessica, I think what you're doing is amazing and how quickly you've pulled it together. I mean, it's 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 really impressive and it's and it's amazing that nobody had done this previously, frankly. <laughs> I appreciate it. And thank you for having us. And thank you um, to all of our vendors that are here today and all of the people that are behind the scenes um, helping to make it happen. Um, My children are here volunteering. Some of my old students are here volunteering. So um, it is definitely a community effort. And um, happy Juneteenth and Freedom Day to everyone, because this is not just an African-American holiday. This is a holiday that should be celebrated by our nation. By everyone. I love it. You're You're so right. Happy Juneteenth to you. And congratulations again. And everybody needs to get out and support these small businesses. So many great ones. And if you're still looking for Father's Day gifts, what a great way 
way to shop local. Thank you for finding the time to talk to us, Jessica. We really appreciate no it. No problem. Thank you. All Bye. right. Um, we will return. I'll, I'll tell, I'll, I'll fill you in on that, um, cancel culture story a little later. Um, when we get back, it's time for whose look is it anyway? That's coming up next on Shop Girls. Listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071, and it's a good thing you are because you're probably wondering how to turn your bras into part of your outfit. What are the latest nipple covers? I know Lori <laughs> and Julia, but there are some new ones on the market since yours. How to wear eyelet and more. Yes, indeed, it's time for whose look is it anyway? Can't believe she's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? All right, mom, where do you want to start? Well, I mean, you can't talk about nipple covers and then just stop, I suppose. Okay, right, <laughs> you know, I mean. Just dive but, right in. Dive well, right in. don't you think that a lot of this has to do with the fact that we were all home and many of us were not wearing bras during that time? And so I now. I have not even considered that. No. Seriously? That's, that's, your, that's your big. Um, well, this is. What, well, I can only speak from personal experience. Anthropological theory. Oh, that was a good word. Did mm-hmm. you spell that? Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, we've been comfortable at home not wearing bras. And the idea of putting them on again is not, at least it's not my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And there are certain tops that you cannot wear, at least, well, if you don't want to, to be arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're arrested these days for mm-hmm. things like that. But anyway, so all kinds of new um, solutions have come out. Uh, There is the adhesive bra and that apparently it's like they say it's easy to wear your comficed bra or nothing on when you're home and in sweats. Oh, you know what that said? Comfiest. (laughs) I thought it was a label. That's fine. Okay. (laughs) I'm new at this. But I mean, Um, these aren't new. I guess the question is, I know there's a roundup. The question is, are they, are they better? Have they been improved since you bought your last uh, strapless bra? I don't think the strapless bras have. I think they are the most uncomfortable. If anybody knows of one that's really comfortable and stays where it's supposed to, it would be nice to hear. Mm -hmm. But there are now silicone nipple covers um if you're wearing something very thin fabrics very thin or plunging necklines and all of that there are daisies um there's waterproof nipple covers there's every kind you can imagine and pasties of course have been around for a long time and under sheer fabric so i think they have become much more popular Mm -hmm. than they ever were Mm mm-hmm Okay. But have you ever tried that? I've tried all the things, yes. You've tried the pasty? Oh, no, I haven't really bothered with so. that. But oh. um, well, speak for yourself. You don't know. I could have <laughs> if I wanted to. I know I you. Mean, I, they're all and just, I don't think you would. It's exhausting, and none of them work well, and they're all uncomfortable. Yeah. But I did like this um, scene this week on Sarah Jessica Parker, who, of course, I mean, she's become, I guess, a celebrity photographer's dream because they can always catch her on the way to her store or yeah, at she's her working, store. She's right. working. She's a working girl, Darn and she's right. a sales associate at her own shoe store now. Yep. And the Do you other- think she gets commission? 
<laughs> I, I think she I think she has a lot invested in making sure this brand works. I, I mean, think so, you know, too. They closed their store at Mall Yeah, they sure did. I don't know if any of the others have closed nationwide. I haven't heard. I, I, I hope it's not just Mall of America, because that would be kind of depressing, too, yeah. if it could make it everywhere except for here. Um, but anyway, she, the other day at the store, was wearing a... Um, a, a a pretty dress with buttons like a sundress kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it was a sundress. It was kind of like a cross between. It looked like a dress that you could wear to the office, but then it was a sundress because of the top, and it just well, had the just, spaghetti straps, yeah, right? Um, but then under it, she had. A bra- instead of try- it's the kind of dress that you could only wear a strapless bra if you were trying to hide right. your bra or and the so, pasties. Right, yeah. one of the options that my mother just presented. Yes, um, always, always a service provider, mom. That's <laughs> what you, you are. I try. Um, but but SJP was wearing a bra intending to show it. Right. that was kind of a black lacy number. And you know what? I thought it looked great. I mean, the dress was kind of I a gray, right. linen-y type material. The bra went with it. And it had black buttons going down. It was a midi length. I'm yeah. shocked yeah. that you're saying you liked it because I thought you were so anti-ever showing your bra straps. You know, uh, here's the story, Allie. I think that with anything in fashion, with most things anyway, your eye gets used to it. And I think many years ago, this was a thing and a lot of the young girls did that. And yes. just wore, You know, not... Adult you would never women. let me do that. Mm-hmm. No. Um, but a lot of young girls wore it, and, and you really could see their entire bra, whatever. You know, instead of thinking, oh, I should have a strapless bra because I have a little, you know, spaghetti strap top, they would just, it's just a piece of the of the outfit, actually. Mm-hmm. And, but I think my eye has adjusted more. I think it depends on what is showing and what you're wearing over it. And I think with this dress that she's wearing, I think it looks like it's just part of the outfit. It totally does. Yeah. And it totally isn't. And I bet she was so happy to be able to just wear <laughs> her regular bra instead of one of those pasty things that you were just talking yes. about. Yeah. It to- but it does. It looks like it's part of the outfit. I think that's the key. If you yep. can find one that actually complements it and just becomes that another works. layer, it's a great way to handle it. Because I think there are a lot of women who would like to wear certain summer styles and just can't because there's no yeah. way to hide a bra and yep. who wants to be walking around in one of those uncomfortable strapless ones all the time. I agree. Ruins the day. Ruins Absolutely. the whole day just like an uncomfortable shoe. Yes. Um, and then there's J-Lo. Then there's J-Lo yeah. who can wear whatever she wants and look amazing. When she's not sitting there making out with Ben Affleck yeah, at a yeah. restaurant. Well, yes. you know, um, to each his own. But um, she lately has either been working out a lot or just really loving the way she works in her looks in her workout clothes. Clearly she is working out. But she's yeah. wearing her like yoga pants with total crop tops. I mean, she looks amazing. But it's also a new take on a crop top mm-hmm. because it's got like a little ruffled edge on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So apparently she's but going she's, to start a new trend that way. But I also think it's kind of interesting when you, and I mean, of course there are photo editors who are spending all day, you know, putting all these pictures together. But it's sort of like when when a celebrity gets into a look and then you see them wearing it over and over for a while. And I think we all feel like, oh, my gosh, you have to do something different every day. And you know what? Just do the J-Lo. And if you're if crop tops work for you, just have that be your summer statement. It will not be working for me. It won't work for you? <laughs> nope.
Which she's be been wearing a lot of crop tops. And I mean, she's a dancer and she's in shape. Yeah. And she's, you know. No, it's a good thing. How yeah. about Megan Fox? Are you ready How to try? How about Megan Fox? Yeah. Do you feel like Megan Fox suddenly became more famous because she took up with Machine Gun Kelly? You know, she was Gosh, married. I really to, hadn't considered well, it, Mom, about but it. now that you mentioned it. She was married it. to Brian <laughs> Green. You know Machine Gun Kelly? Not personally, but uh-huh. yes, I do. Okay, Don't think great. much of him, but you know, he's not my cup of tea. I see. But she has three children mm-hmm. that somehow, since she's become madly in love with this man and gotten divorced and is with him, you don't hear about the kids. They kind of have disappeared. Yeah. Well, and the way she is dressing, she was... All mesh. It was totally see-through, yeah. naked We'll post mesh. the picture yes. so you can check with it out. With a blazer over it that she was holding in place very strategically yeah takes a lot of tape to make that work. sure does we'll be back with another hour after the news